0: Welcome or welcome back to Flourish Week Four. Man, I am really loving making podcasts right now. You know, there are days where I'm like, ah, oh, I have to go plan for my podcast, oh, and then I'm like, I do it, and I'm like, this is awesome. Why did I ever like not want to do this? Today, I'm going to be talking about comparison and how to recognize it, and you know what it was like for me with comparison, and you know, hope and like ways that I got out of it, um, hopefully helpful tips, but I know that comparison's a little different for everybody, and what may help me may not help somebody else, and I am really, like, I've been dreaming, y'all, I want some other people on this podcast, so I'm hopefully going to reach out to other people, we'll see how this promise goes, but I want, I want some other people on this podcast, so just stay tuned, you might have other voices other than mine on here, you never know. Okay, let's get on to the episode. Hey guys, and welcome yet again to today's episode on comparison. This is, let me be hot, if you don't know what that means, that means humble, open, transparent. This is my second attempt at recording this episode in comparison as you know if you've listened to my first episode i've tried to just make points to hit instead of like planning word to word out because it does not sound natural to me and i feel like i'm just reading off the list and getting to a next thing instead of having a conversation with you guys even though it's like i mean like i can't hear you talk back but you could totally talk back to me like that would be awesome and fine so this is my take two and I hope that I'm more proud of it, because it's not that, like, I didn't, well, I guess it was, I didn't like my first one, so this is, like, my, I, um, because, like, again, like, I didn't do points, I, like, kind of planned it out, like, what I was gonna say word for word, and I didn't really like it, because I feel like I was just hitting on points, and then when I'm, or I was just, like, reading for word for word, and when I'm instead hitting on, like, points like an overall of what I want to achieve then I can get something I really like and then you know like I'm thinking on my feet and it's way better and it makes me more comfortable when I'm recording you know maybe that's not for you but whatever it's been a minute and 30 seconds so I should probably get into the episode on comparison and now comparison is something that I feel like that I have a message to talk about comparison I feel like I have quite a bit to say about it, and I feel like that my friends know this, that I have, like, I may not outright say, like, comparison, I have a thing for comparison, but, like, I do. I speak on it, and I'm, like, it's, I I have a special place for it, and it's not, like, a good kind of special place, it's, like, that, you know, that special place where you're, like, oh, I'm gonna bring you down kind of special place, and You know, I think that we've all fallen into comparison at one point or another time in our lives. And, like, there's no shame in falling into comparison. I'm just here to help you guys maybe identify it and tell you guys things that I've done to get out of it. And things I've told people, like, encouraging them to, like, break habits of going into comparison and if none of this is helpful to you or if I don't reach something or don't touch on something that um you need I am very 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 sorry this is all just from my view and my perspective and um how I have seen comparison play out in my own life and in like my friends lives so this is just my perspective on it so just letting you guys know this And I have seen a general of two ways of falling into comparison, which is, again, this is just from my own perspective, my own um, journey, story, and um, talking with others. So I've seen a general of two ways that you can fall into comparison. This is just, like, the overarching umbrellas. There are many different reasons that you might fall into, like, these two, quote, sections, I guess is what you could say. So, the first way of comparison, I feel like, is the one that we think of, or at least that I think of when I say comparison. It's you see what you don't have, and you see what somebody else's has, and so you begin to strive. You begin to, and let me actually, let me look up striving right now. So what happens is when you look at uh, what somebody has that you don't have, you begin to strive, which means make a great effort to achieve or attain something. Like you're putting all of your energy into trying to gain this thing that somebody else has that you don't have because you think that you need it to be accepted and be loved, which is a lot about what comparison is. It tells you that you need to achieve this crazy high standard to earn love, and to earn, uh, um, joy, and to earn belonging, and I think that people put stereotypes on other people, like, I think that that's a way that we can fall into these two of comparison, is from going, like, is from people, like, telling us that we need this, or, uh, we need to get rid of this, which kind of goes into the second way you fall in. I think, that, Um, you could like, the other way I've seen that comparison can happen is you look at what you have and you look at what somebody doesn't have and that person may make you feel shame about having something that they don't have because they're jealous of you. And so I, oh, (laughs) someone just (laughs) turned the light up on me because I'm in the basement I'm recording a podcast episode that's my dad he just turned the light up on me (laughs) sorry for that interruption but the second way I've seen people go into comparison is that you look at what you have that somebody else doesn't have so you begin to feel shame that you have this beautiful beautiful thing and you try and you strive you make great efforts to hide it because someone's made you feel like it offsets you, and it makes you a bad person, or it's not something that normal people have, and that is so not true, and you know, whatever way that you've fallen into comparison, it all has this shame factor, like you feel shame that you don't have this personality, you feel shame that you don't have this job, these these eyes, or whatever it is, that's what it is, and it's a very hard thing to get out of it's hard to get out of comparison because once you like establish that have any habit really but once you establish the comparison habit it can be difficult to get out of it because you're stuck in that mindset that I need this I need that in order to feel loved by this person so you start to mold yourself or to hide parts of yourself from other people because someone or you saw something That told you you needed this. Which kind of goes into the second thing I want to talk about. um, That you can... uh, One of the ways that I've kind of seen that you can fall into comparison... Like under the overarching umbrella I just talked about... Is that... You look up what you should wear, look, talk, like, online. Like if you are doing... Like if you are looking yourself up online... Or not like just like searching up your name online... But, like, searching up, like, what should someone with green eyes wear? What should someone with brown hair wear? um, What should someone with long legs wear? Like, looking up things like that, can, not not always, but it can lead to comparison because you're looking up on what people, uh, what the internet says that you should be wearing and seeing what's good for you. But But what it really comes down to is what you feel comfortable wearing and what you feel comfortable talking like. It shouldn't be up to somebody else's decision to decide who you should be because the world is not you. You are you. And ultimately, God knows and you know what you need. Other people can't tell you that you need this. And that's, I feel like that's one of the ways that people fall into comparison is because someone told them that they need this thing. And so then they begin striving to get this thing. You know, and you lose yourself in comparison because you're trying to gain or hide something that you're trying. Um, let me see here. I almost got tongue tied, y'all. You're trying to gain something that's not yours to gain, or you're trying to hide something that is like you. Sh- you don't need to hide, and it steals your voice. It steals your joy, and it makes you feel shame. And it's like, I feel like comparison is almost like an identity crisis, which kind of goes into like my, my story of comparison. Like I am a Christian. If you guys do not know that by now, I, um, believe in God. I believe, um, and the father, son, and the Holy spirit. And I knew that I was God's and I knew that God was mine, but I didn't wear that as an identity. So, you know, I'd take, like, those, and there's nothing wrong with taking personality tests. Disclaimer, if you take personality tests, go for it, but don't let it change you. I would take, like, you know, these personality tests because I wanted to know who I was, like, what what they said about me, what I should be like, and... Also, one of the things I remember, like, I was 12 and 13 when this happened. I read this series called Dork Diaries, which is a pretty awesome series. Like, let me be honest with you guys. I really like that series. Um, and there was this, I think the main character's name is Nikki. Correct me mentally if I'm wrong, but I believe... Sorry, excuse me. I believe that her name is Nikki. And I remember reading about her... And at this time, I was trying to keep a da- diary, which, candid, pretty awful at, like, keeping a diary. Like, because I'm writing to myself, you know? Like, I already know about myself. Why do I need to write to myself about myself? Anyway, and I really liked the way she wrote. Like, this character was perfect. She had struggles. She was a dork. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't take dork as an offensive word. Um, I understand some people do. And she was like really cool and spunky, and she knew how to fight off the mean girl with like and be like sassy and cool and she was artistic and I looked at her, and I was like, "I want to be like her, I want to act like her, and I want to write like her and I can see now, like rereading these diaries like how much I strive to be her because i thought I thought that there was something missing because I didn't wear God isn't an identity, so I like I knew whose I was and I knew who I was but I didn't receive that and that's kind of like how I fell into comparison is like it was an identity crisis and I compared what I had to this character in a book for example and I thought okay I need to be more this this and that I need to be more dorky I need to be more spunky I need to have more comebacks to like and then people will like me and then the other thing for comparison is that if I was with certain people and I noticed that they were talking a certain way or acting a certain way, I would start to act and talk like that because I could see that's the culture that they were in and around. And so I thought, okay, well, I need, like, this. Like, I didn't audibly think, okay, I need this to be loved. But that's what it was. I would change myself so that I could, so that they would be comfortable with me. They would want to hang out with me. Like, that was what it was was for me, and that's what comparison was for me, it was an identity crisis, which I sort of feel like that's what it boils down to, is that, like, maybe your story's not like mine, and not all comparison stories are going to be the same, some comparison stories are more extreme than others, and that is perfectly, like, it's, okay, no shame about your comparison story, this is just mine, but I feel like that's what comparison is, it's an identity crisis, because you don't know that you're beautiful just the way you are. And it's so hard to see ourselves as beautiful because we live with ourselves, you know? And which kind of goes into my next point writing thing that I have down, which God gave to me um, through this verse. He, like, gave me words for this verse. And it's in John 3.16, and this is the ESV version. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. I feel like that most people who like read the Bible, like, know this verse and have it memorized. Now I have it memorized. I didn't used to have it memorized, but I do. And the part that I want to focus on here is that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And when I was reading this verse, I just felt these words come over me that God didn't send Jesus to the earth. To save the skinniest the prettiest the boldest the one with the best convex the one with the skinniest waist fill in the blank he didn't come to save any version of you except for the true you that he sees washed clean in the blood of jesus that's who he came to save you guys that's who he came to save do you realize that that's so awesome and so freeing that god doesn't expect you to be something beautiful, to be something extravagant that the world says you need to be. He doesn't tell you to look yourself up online and look at what you should be like because he loves you just the way you are. And in Psalms 139, he says, um, it says, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And it um, either before or after, it talks about how God thought about us. And before we were even, um, before our parents conceived, before your mom conceived you, before you even thought of God he knew you and he formed you and he wanted you to be this way. And that's that's so freeing. That God doesn't call us to be any certain way. He just wants us to be us. And he doesn't care if the world says that we're the best. Because it doesn't matter what the world thinks. Which goes on like to my next point. Proverbs 29, 25. It says, fear and intimidation is a trap that holds you back. But when you place your confidence in the Lord, you will be seated in a high place. You will be seated in a high place. Like, fear and intimidation is a trap that holds you back. And to me, that means that if I fear man's opinion about me, then I'm going to fall into comparison, which is holding me back because it's giving me shame and it's holding my, my joy captive. It's not letting me feel joyful. And I know that for comparison, for me, like it is exhausting to change yourself because that it, it's already the way you are. And it's not like you're altering yourself and you're forever changed that way. You're still you at the end of the day. But it is a pain in the butt to keep off with a mask. And, you know, you're beautiful just the way you are. And don't you think that if we were all supposed to be the same way, we would be the same way? I mean, don't you think that if we were all supposed to look the same and talk the same and be the same, we would be that way? I mean, I think that it's obvious that we're... I mean, now I think it's obvious that we're different for a reason. Wouldn't the world just be so boring if we're all the same? If we all already acted like the same? Don't you think it would be like that? Like, just take a moment and let that sink in. Like, don't you think that we're different for a reason? And, you know, maybe you don't believe in the Bible. Maybe you don't believe in God. This still applies to you. Don't you think that if we were supposed to be the same, that we would be? Let me repeat it. We're different for a reason. We're different for a reason. And that is so fulfilling. And it's okay. Let, let me give you permission. It is okay to be yourself. If someone in your life is shaming you and telling you that you need to be different maybe it's time to cut it with that person maybe it's time to tell that person hey you need to stop telling me that because I don't like that it doesn't make me feel good about myself you know or maybe it's time to just end it with them completely and just be like hey you know what you've been bringing me down and I don't want to have to deal with that and I know that that is scary and it seems scary to end it with someone but if like they're hurting you You don't want to be in a relationship when someone's hurting you because that's not going to give you fruit in life, and that's what this is like. I'm hoping that this podcast is going to teach you how to flourish and how to get out of comparison. And I, for me, getting out of comparison was knowing that I'm worth it and accepting that I'm worth it. Like, allow yourself to be you, and you know I'm not perfect at it, and you're not going to be perfect at it. There are still days where. I wish I was different, and I don't like myself, and that's okay, because that's part of life, but that's not a lifestyle I'm living, like, just because you have thoughts, like, every now and then, like, oh, I wish I was different, like, that's doesn't mean that you're, that you're a terrible human, and that you're never gonna get out of comparison, we live in a world like that, so we're gonna have those thoughts, but Those thoughts do not have to become a lifestyle for you and you can get out of that by accepting who you are and not looking yourself up, looking at what you should wear and creating a world for you that's going to be encouraging. And that can mean going to God and asking him, Lord, what do you think of me? And God's never going to say something bad about you because you are his creation and he loves you. So he's only going to lift you up and bring you closer to him. So if you ever feel like God's telling you, oh, you're awful, just know that that's not from God. God doesn't speak like that. He is an encourager, and he's going to lift you up. And if you don't believe in God, go to someone. Like, even if you do believe in God, this also applies. But if you don't believe in God, find someone, whether that's a mom, whether that's a friend, whether that's a mentor, whether that's someone like a teacher, find someone who will speak life into you. And be vulnerable and share them and be like, hey, I'm really struggling with comparing myself and wanting to change myself. Can you speak life into me? I think a lot of times people are scared to ask for help to get out of situations like comparison. And that's a lie. It's so much more freeing to ask someone for help. And if you find the right person, they're going to want to help you. If you find someone who's going to encourage you, they're going to want to help you. And sometimes it can be scary, like, what if I don't find the right person? You just gotta put yourself out there. Like, if you know, like, someone who has been mean to you, like, don't go to someone who's been mean to you. That's a sign where you can tell, like, okay, I'm not gonna go to that person. Go to someone who you can see has already been encouraging you along the way, or has or has been with you. That's someone that you can share your story with. And also, I think I've said this before, but we create the world that we live in. So if you're living a lie or you're living the lifestyle that I need to change, you're going to live a life of I need to change. And you're going to try to do everything you can to tell yourself you need to change. So one of the ways that I've found helpful is, for example, looking in the mirror and finding something about yourself that you may or may not like and saying, for example, Khalil, that part of you is beautiful. Khalil, your legs are beautiful. Because that's something that I've sometimes struggled with. Like, man, my legs are big. And I've been like, hey, no, 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 My legs are beautiful. And I've had friends, like, who have been there for me. Like, you guys, I'm not perfect. Like I said, I still struggle with, you know, having these thoughts occasionally. But I don't, I don't live that lifestyle anymore. And it's so much more freeing. But just, like, looking at yourself. And this takes practice. And this takes time. So it's okay if you don't be perfect. If you're not perfect at it. But... Looking at yourself in the mirror be like, that part of you is beautiful. And also, when if you think about thoughts of comparison, like, man, that girl's really pretty. I wish her had her eyes. You can take a step back and be like, hey, it's okay that I don't have her eyes. God fearfully and wonderfully made me. And we are not all supposed to be the same. Which sort of leads into my next point, which is humbling yourself. And you're probably like, what? Humbling myself? Yes, humbling yourself when you want to take when you want to have an at. So say that you want this skill from someone. Maybe someone's really good at woodworking, for example. And you're like, man, I wish that I was good at woodworking, but I I'm not. So then you start comparing yourself to that person, and like, well, if only I was like this or. And then you start trying to change yourself so that you could be good at woodworking. And this is where the situation where I'm talking about humbling yourself. Maybe it's not woodworking. I'm just using that as an example. But humbling yourself and learning from that person. And maybe you can even ask that person like, hey, what you're doing with your woodworking is awesome. Can you teach me? Like, I think that this is so cool that we're all different because we can humble ourselves and learn from someone else. And that's something that was really hard for me because I like to do things and I like to do them well and I like to be very, very good at them. And so if someone told me like, hey, you need to um, work on this or like, hey, you can learn from this person, I would take that as a personal attack when it wasn't a personal attack. So if you like, it was very hard for me and it took me a long time to learn that, hey, someone's not attacking me by saying, like, hey, you can learn from this person, you know? So if you feel like that someone's attacking you by saying, like, hey, you should learn from this person, take a step back, humble yourself, and give it a go. Like, try to learn from that person, because you never know what you can learn from someone. Like, you might go to someone and learn to them about woodworking, and then you can learn a whole bunch of other things. It's so better than comparison, because comparison makes you feel shame and it steals your joy and you think that you're learning how to be better but you're not and so when you humble yourself and you learn a skill from someone then it's so much better like it's so much better to just learn from someone than to try to change yourself so that's the situation where I would you know you would humble yourself and be like hey can you teach me this and if they say no that is okay Don't take that as an offense. Maybe they're not able to teach you. So you could, one, find someone else who could teach you or just let it go and not take it as a personal attack. And it can be hard to let things go. I understand for sure it can be hard. But it is okay if someone's not able to teach you. Maybe that just means it wasn't the time you're supposed to learn it. So I just, that's kind of what I have to say in comparison. I feel like that I could go for longer, but this um, site, because I'm recording on anger, only allows me to c- record for 30 minutes, and that means I will have six, less than six minutes left. So I think that that's kind of, kind of a wrap for comparison. So remember that you are loved, and that you matter, and that you are needed, and that your very presence, your full self the world needs your full self. The world needs every single part of you, even the parts that you don't like. And there's always going to be part of, parts about you that you don't like. And that's okay, but you don't have to live in that. You don't, you have the freedom to live and love and learn to love yourself and to get out of comparison. And sometimes that's difficult more difficult than others, but it's okay, it's so much more worth it than it's continuously establishing that root, than uprooting it right now, like, I encourage you right now, like, after this is over, and you feel like you've struggled with comparison, like, go find someone, or go to God, and talk to them about it, and even, like, you can go to God, and you can go to someone and talk about it, or you could go to someone and talk about it, like, find someone that's going to encourage you, and like, write notes on your wall, be kind to yourself, and cut those people out of your life that are not speaking life into you, and if you're jealous or want to scale from somebody else, so you're comparing yourself to that, try asking them, be like, hey, can you teach me how you do this, you know, because we, the world needs you, and the world needs your full you, and God did not come to this earth to save only one part of you, he came to save all all of you and he sees you as clean and he sees you as beautiful and he sees you as your creation so I guess that's all I have to say about comparison for right now I actually really like the way that um this episode turned out so I guess bye for now I'll see you guys next weekend bye Thank you so much, you guys, for listening to today's episode on comparison. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already followed my podcast wherever you're listening, go ahead and click that follow, subscribe, like, whatever button. Before you go, I want to say, drink loads of water, wash your hands twice with boiling hot water, sing your ABCs backwards, and then remember to stay fun, funky, cool, and most importantly, remember to stay yourself. All right, y'all. I'll see you later. Bye.